Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is August 21st, and our reading comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Now, in this chapter, Paul is still talking about spiritual gifts, but he begins the chapter with this reminder. Verse 1, let love be your highest goal. Remember, the greatest gift we've received from God is His love, and that love was displayed most perfectly in the person, His Son, Jesus Christ. We've received the gift of love, and the most important gift we have to share with our world is love. So no matter what gift we have, we need to make sure that it's expressed through our love. Now, this is so important. The key to loving other people is to really receive and to allow your own heart to be healed by God's love. And uh, this is so simple to do. I want to encourage you to do it if you've never done this. But you can Google, what does the Bible say about God's love? And just take some time to begin reading through those verses, meditating, resting in, soaking in what the Bible says about God's love for you. See, here's the deal. When you realize how much God loves you, Despite your imperfection, despite your past, despite your wounds, it's the love of God that brings healing into our hearts. I don't know about you, but in my own life, when I look at the behavior issues that I really wanted to change, the bad behaviors I wanted to change in my life, the real turning point happened when I began to understand that what was driving that bad behavior was unresolved pain in my heart. And the key to resolving the pain in my heart is understanding and receiving God's love. Most of our pain really is the fruit of feeling unloved. And so the healing for our pain is receiving God's perfect love despite our imperfection. And when we receive His love, when our hearts heal, because His Spirit is filling our heart and life with His love, then we begin to love other people. And in a church context, when we are loved by God and we're loving each other, then that's a context where all the spiritual gifts really uh, come into play and really strengthen and build up the church and help the church express God's love to the entire world. Now, in the next few verses, Paul is going to kind of come back to something he mentioned yesterday. If you remember yesterday, he said, we need to earnestly desire the greater gifts. Well, how do we determine which gifts are greater. Well, I think what you'll see in today's reading is Paul would say the gifts that build up the body of Christ, those are the greatest gifts. The gifts that build me up individually, it's good. But Paul is saying, listen, 
in addition to just wanting to be built up personally, let's earnestly desire something greater. Let's desire a gift that builds up everybody, a gift that blesses everybody. And so in today's passage, Paul is going to describe or he's going to compare the benefit of the gift of prophecy and the gift of speaking in tongues. Listen to what he says. Beginning in verse 1, again, let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives. So we want to love and we want to desire spiritual gifts. And then he says, especially the ability to prophesy. For if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you'll be talking only to God, since people won't be able to understand you. You'll be speaking by the power of the Spirit, but it will all be mysterious. But one who prophesies, strengthens others, encourages them, and comforts them. And then I want to read the next couple of verses. He says, a person who speaks in tongues is strengthened personally, but the one who speaks a word of prophecy strengthens the entire church. He says, I wish you all could speak in tongues, but even more, I wish you could all prophesy. For prophecy is greater than speaking in tongues, unless someone, of course, interprets, because that way the tongue benefits everybody. So what you're saying, the whole church will be strengthened by it. So in this passage, Paul's describing the difference between tongues and prophecy. And the tongues he's talking about here seems to be a prayer language. It's something nobody else can understand. You're talking to God. You're speaking a heavenly language, and it's building you up. And then he also talks about prophecy. Now, New Testament prophecy is a little different than what we think about in in Old Testament prophecy or prophecy given by an angel or even the apostles when they're writing uh, like the book of Revelation the, the, and when John writes that. That's foretelling future events. But here prophecy, he defines it in verse 3 this way. He says prophecy is a word from God and it strengthens others, it encourages them, and it comforts them. You know what that probably means? You've received a word of prophecy, and shared it with someone else, and you didn't know that's what it was, right? You were with somebody you cared about. They were going through a situation, or you were with somebody you cared about, and you just felt prompted to share something with them that strengthened them or comforted them or encouraged them, that built them up, and you didn't even realize it, but what it was is in that moment, God gave you a word, and you shared it with that person, you prophesied, and in doing so, you built him or her up. So Paul is saying any gift that builds others up, man, that's a greater gift. And I'd much rather everybody have that gift because it builds up the body of Christ. Remember what Paul taught us yesterday. The gifts are a gift of grace. It's not something we earn or deserve. The gifts are not a sign. This is so important. It's not a sign of our our maturity. And sometimes we use spiritual gifts to kind of give a status in a church setting or a religious community. And the truth is we have to keep in mind, all the spiritual gifts are a gift of grace. 
That doesn't give me any status at all. If I have a particular gift, it's not because I'm more spiritual than someone else. It's because God is sovereign and he's generous and he's gracious. And for some mysterious reason, he chose to give me a certain gift and he chose to give you other gifts. It's not about me at all. So we have to be careful about that. And then you remember yesterday, he said these gifts are to build the body of Christ and to serve the Lord. And we're empowered by the spirit to exercise those gifts. And today he's saying the gifts that we should long for are the gifts that build up the body of Christ in a culture, in a context of love. And so let's just pray into that. Father, we thank you so much for the church, and we thank you that you have sent your spirit that lives within us, the greatest gift, God, that you love us despite our imperfection, despite our humanity. God, you know us, you created us. And because you came in the flesh, you know what we're going through. You know what we face. You've been tempted in every way as we ourselves are tempted. We're so grateful for that. And you love us anyway. You love us in our humanity, in our brokenness, in our imperfection. And God, we pray that you'd fill our hearts with your love so that we can love one another the way you've loved us. And God, we thank you for spiritual gifts. We thank you that you've invited us into the work of ministry and the work of being your family, your body on the earth. And so God, I pray that you'd help everybody to understand what their gifts are and how to exercise those gifts within the local church to build up the body of Christ. God, I pray that we would all long to prophesy, that we'd long to receive from you a word of encouragement and comfort and strength that we can share with the people around us. So God, fill our heart and mind, our mouth with your word to encourage, to strengthen, to build up, to support, to love, to bless the people around us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me today. Hope you have a great day. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.